Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, you like this content that is coming your way. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell. Get all my notifications. It means a lot. Helps you grow the channel immensely, folks. And also, if you're listening to this in the podcast platform, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, any one of those folks, anywhere there's a streaming podcast platform, hit the like button, hit the subscribe, share, give me a five-star review, comments. It helps a lot. Helps you grow the channel a lot. But today, folks, we're going to talk about Jordan Winnington and Christian Jones on their return here to Texas for the 2023 cycle. We know that Jordan Winnington has, you know, officially did that through his Instagram page or his Twitter page. Um, not sure if Christian Jones has officially done it, but we've seen it through the Texas websites that it looks like he is leaning towards coming back here uh, for the 2023 cycle. And what does that mean here for this team and also the folks who are um, waiting their turn to play in those positions as well? Um, but folks, first off, let's get into our sponsors, folks. Um, our first sponsor, folks, is going to be by BetUS.com. Folks, go to BetUS.com, get you 125% sign-up bonus using the promo code Nino's Corner at BetUS.com. Again, folks, go to BetUS.com, get yourself 125% sign-up bonus using the promo code Nino's Corner at BetUS.com. Folks, our second sponsor is going to be uh, from manscaped go to manscaped.com folks get yourself a hundred and uh, get yourself 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping using the promo code nino's corner at manscaped.com again folks go to manscaped.com get yourself 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping using the promo code nino's corner at manscaped.com but folks today we are here to talk about jordan whittington and christian jones potentially returning not potentially returning here for the 2023 season and what does that mean here for this Texas Longhorn team. I'm going to start to talk about, let's start with Christian Jones first, folks. Um, to see how Christian Jones has progressed underneath Cal Flood has been outstanding here at Texas over the first two years. The first year he started off at left tackle, and I'm pretty sure Christian Jones will tell you that it probably wasn't his best season. But having a an, an extra year with Cal Flood, moving over to the right tackle position, Christian Jones has been extraordinary. He's one of those guys that you know, I was like, oh, man, is one of these freshmen going to come in and take this job or what? Didn't, didn't need that. This was the perfect position for Christian Jones to be in because it let our true freshmen uh, come in and sit and learn and understand how to be a player here at Texas. And Christian Jones elevated his game to be a very, very good player here at Texas, especially at the right tackle position. Um, I know some folks are, are online and, you know, in the social media you know, uh, Spears, you know, basically talking about if Christian Jones comes back, what does that do for a guy like Cam Williams? What does that do for, you know, Neto? What does that do for guys who can come in and possibly play that right tech position? Are they going to have to wait now? Look here. Let's look at the at the previous five years prior to 
you know, Steve Sarkeesian and Cal Flip coming here. And you guys can check my video out. I've done this plenty of times. My boy Ty from, you know, ATS Sports, Around the Table Sports has referenced this video plenty of times too. Um, but prior to uh, Sark and Cal Flood coming here um, to shore up that offense in the offensive line, Texas only signed 18 scholarship offensive line prospects in a five-year you know, span that last year of Charlie Strong and the four years here of Tom Herman. Um, so it was tied dead last with Kansas in the Big 12 for offensive line recruiting. Um, since Sarkeesian and Cal Flood have been here, Texas has signed 12 offensive line prospects in just two seasons. So they have damn near got just as many offensive line uh, uh, guys here um, for the two years that they've been here at Texas than the previous regime and one year of the other regime have done in a five-year span, folks. And mind you, out of those 18 folks that were, were actually recruited in that five-year span, only 12 remained with the team, meaning six of them either transferred out or had to medically retire. Um, so looking at that, having a guy like Christian Jones, who has the perfect body size and prototype to be a right tackle, um, having them come back for death is just outstanding. Whether he's a starter or a backup, whatever it is, it is outstanding. But it gives us the opportunity to assure that we have a known veteran who knows what he is doing on that field be there. Whether it's that right tackle, do we shift him in the guard? Because I've seen a lot of people say that he prospects as a, as a, as a pretty damn good guard too in the NFL. But even if you keep him at right tackle, it gives you the opportunity to have him battle it out with guys like Neto, have him battle it out with guys like Cam Williams. Also, guys like Hayden Connor, who played left guard this year. Hayden Connor profiles as a pretty good right tackle himself. So this gets us, this gets Cal's flood, the opportunity to fine-tune his offensive line. I think we all understand that a guy like Kelvin Banks Jr. is going to start, folks. Mm -hmm. He is going to be our left tackle. Now it's the guard positions. Do we keep Hayden Connor at guard, or do we kick him out to the right tackle position? Or do we move Christian Jones in the guard? See, we have options now. We're not depending upon freshmen to come save this team year in and year out, which is what Texas has done in the past, and, and we have been we have shot ourselves in the foot depending on that. Luckily, we've had two really good left tackles come in and play as freshmen in Connor Williams and also Samuel Cosme. But, folks, that is not the recipe for a winning and successful organization and team. Yes, we've had another really, really good true freshman and Kelvin Banks Jr. coming and do his thing also at left tackle. And we had Cole Hudson play this year. And also DJ Campbell played a lot towards the end of the year. But that is not what you want, especially on the offensive line. You want these guys to get into a weight program. You want them to be ready to come in and, and have their bodies physically strong and mature enough to handle going against a guy who's 22 years old, 320 pounds, and it's and and, and it's just light years stronger than what this freshman is who was in prom six months ago. So, folks, that is that is the I wouldn't say problem because it's not a problem. This is what we have. This is the good problem that we have. It's having depth and great experience in Christian Jones come back here to the University of Texas, and it allows other players to wait their turn a little bit more, let the game slow down some more, or it allows great competition so that if he does get passed up, whoever has passed him up has passed up a good player, and we know that that guy is just as good or if not better than what Christian Jones played last year, and Christian Jones was amazing. One thing I love about Christian Jones in the run game He's one hell of a run blocker. And so if wherever we can get him on the field, whether it's at guard, whether it's at tackle, it's going to be outstanding. So 
let's take some uh let's let's look at some options here for Christian Jones. What if he does kick into a guard position and we're able to move Hayden Connor out to the right tackle position? Because you imagine the lineup, folks, of Kelvin Banks Jr., Christian Jones, Jake Majors at center, um, a combination of either uh, DJ Campbell or Cole Hudson at uh, one guard position. And then also after that, folks, a guy like Hayden Connor at your right tackle position or him battling it out with a guy like Cam Williams or if Hayden Connor stays at the left guard position. And then you have Christian Jones battling, battling it out with a guy like DJ Campbell. Um, um, I'm sorry, with a guy like Cam Williams, Christian Jones and Cam Williams battling, battling that out uh, at the right tackle position. Or does DJ Campbell uh, play right tackle for a little bit before eventually sliding into the interior? Cal Flood has a lot of people to play with here in this system um, to, to get the best offensive line out there for the University of Texas. And having a guy like Christian Jones come back is outstanding because it manufactures great depth with the great offensive line recruiting that Texas has done. And it also allows us to make sure that we are assured that the best five are going to play here at Texas on the offensive line. Now, folks, let's let's shift gears here to um, Jordan Whittington. One thing I love about Jordan Whittington is I honestly thought Jordan Whittington was underused this year. And uh, and when I went back and looked at his numbers for just a regular season, I didn't count the bowl game yet. Um, but just looking at his numbers for the regular season, folks, and, and look, I'm going to pull this up here on my screen. But I went to my website, NinosCornerSports.com, folks. I suggest you go there. A lot of good information there. And I went to the player analysis, and I went down to the wide receivers and said, how did Jordan Whittington do this year? Okay? So we go take a look at Jordan Whittington. I click on his name there, all right? And we take a look and see exactly what Jordan Whittington did here for this year. And in 2020, Jordan Whittington had an NCN number, folks. That's a Nino's Corner number for receiving at 59.51 points. It's the highest he's had since he's been here at Texas. Um, and and this, is the, this is the first time that Jordan Whittington has been completely healthy throughout a year. Um, but the average NCN score, you know, falls between 45 and 50 points. So he was well above the average NCN score, if I'm not mistaken, for wide receivers. Jordan Whittington had the highest NCN score in the team. 65 targets, 45 receptions for 69% catch percentage, 609 yards. Now, folks, I want to harp on that 609 yards. Jordan Whittington had 600, 600 yards in the first 12 games of the season, quietly, in my opinion. He had a quiet 600 yards. I thought it was underutilized. But but for somebody to be underutilized and have the stats that I'm about to tell you guys what he had, um, let you know that Jordan Whittington is a guy that is severely needed here on this, on this campus when it comes to playing um, – primarily in the slot this year, but having 609 yards quietly on this team, um, having 33 first down receptions out of those, uh, out of his 45 receptions, 33 were for first down, meaning 73% of his catches went for first down. Um, he only had one touchdown this year um, when it comes to receiving. So that's got to get up. Only 2% of his catches were for touchdowns, but explosive plays, folks. He had 12 explosive receiving plays. You see here, folks, 12 explosive plays. That is receiving plays of 20 yards or more. So 27% of his receptions went for 20 yards or more, folks. So that's every one out of more than one out of four catches, like 1.38 catches. So let's just say one out of four catches, every one out of four quick, every one out of four catches for Jordan Whittington went for 20 plus yards. Um, just outstanding. Outstanding for a guy who was your who was your second best receiver on the team, um, but uh, was underutilized in my opinion, folks. He was underutilized and still had 27% of his receptions be for 20 yards or more. 
and successful plays. This is what gets me about Jordan Winston, what I love. His SP rate, his SP rate was 91%. 41 out of his 45 catches were successful plays. And when we talk about plays at, that are successful in nature with Jordan Whittington and any player here at Texas, on first down, folks, you got to get at least half the yardage on first down to get a first down. You know, and then on second down, you need at least 70 percent of that yardage on second down to move forward to getting a first down. And on third down, folks, you need it to get at least 100 percent, bare minimum, 100 percent of the yardage needed on third down um, to be successful. And on fourth down, again, 100 percent. So Jordan Whittington, out of those 45 catches that he had, 41 of them were successful plays. They were positive plays moving into the right progression to get a first down. Ninety one percent of his catches were like that. That's Jordan Whittington, folks. And one thing that we also love about Jordan Whittington, his yak, folks, 342 of his 609 yards were yak. So 7.6 yards of yak per reception, um, which was more than half of the of, of his total yards receiving. Um, see, I think he only averaged 13.3 yards per catch. More than half of that, folks, was from yak yards after catch. All right. One thing also, he had no drops this year. No, he had one in the bowl game, if I'm not mistaken, but this is the yards pre-bowl game. I didn't add the bowl game here, but I have no drops for Jordan Whittington. I got to go back and look at that, but I'm pretty sure that that is correct, but no drops for Jordan Whittington. So when we start to talk about Jordan Whittington and if we absolutely need him here at Texas, um, did he overstate? No, we need a guy with that kind of production to remain here at Texas. A lot of folks have been in the comments basically telling me, um, is it going to stunt the growth of, of a guy like Savion Red, who do you think is going to come in and do great things once he leaves? Is he going to stunt the growth of a guy like DeAndre Moore, who is the true freshman who's going to be coming here from St. John Bosco in California? I say no, folks. Um, Jordan Winnington is a guy, like I said, he was injury prone early in his career. Um, he's, he was fully healthy this year and he did great things. He's a great security blanket for Quinn. He's a hell of a wide receiver. He was underutilized this year, folks, and had 600 yards. Just think if he was maximized to his full potential. You're looking at a guy who could have 750-plus yards um, and do great things for this team and more touchdowns than what he had. I think it's a perfect, perfect uh, marriage for him to stay here for another year. Um, having a guy like him, Xavier Worthy, if he does indeed stay here at Texas, okay, having a guy like Jonte Cook who runs routes outstanding, having a guy like Isaiah Nayer come back to be that big-bodied receiver deep down the field, it's only going to allow a guy like Jordan Whittington and guys like Xavier Warrior to cross, you know, to go across the middle and be able to uh, catch and run with the ball, folks, instead of having to high point balls all the time, because that is not the best thing for a game. Jordan Whittington's best aspect of his game is when he gets the ball in his hands, he's like a running back, a lot like Devin Duvernay when he was here at Texas as well. But I'm expecting great things from Jordan Whittington here from, you know, in this next year. Having a guy who has been here, been through the fire, understands what it is to 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 come back from adversity with his injuries. And he's going to be able to teach some of these younger football players that are coming here in this program this year what it means to be a pro here at Texas. And I, I love it. So having a guy like him come back, having a guy like Christian Jones comes back, folks, it's only good things here for Texas because it allows us to manufacture depth. It allows us to, to be assured that we don't have to rush freshmen back on that football field like we have done so much in the past. And that is what's gotten Texas in um, problems here in the past is, is relying on freshmen to save this program. 
now we have bona fide uh, a guy like uh, Jordan Woods, who was a five-star coming out of high school. We have a bona fide five-star to be in that field completely healthy this year. And we also have a guy like Christian Jones, who has plenty of starting experience here at Texas to come back and compete for another starting job. And if he keeps the job, then great. That means he has done great things to um, hold off some of those some of those young bucks, right, who are trying to take his job. But on that note, folks, man, it's time for me to get out of here. I want to tell you guys to do you like I tell you all the time. Don't be afraid to fail. I grow your environment. Understand your brilliance. Dennis Corner, I'm out. Horns always up. Hug them.